this is the second round of the Adult Fan Fiction World Championship done online for the first time ever. This comes from our Twitch stream, and this is the professional round. So this is what you're going to see. We are going to bring in all five competitors for the pro round. We are then going to spin a virtual wheel and see what they will have to write on. We will spin the wheel twice. They will then choose in between the two options or choose to spin a third time, but they have to take whatever the wheel lands on. So you're going to see that for each competitor in the pro round. And then through the magic of editing and time travel, we're going to skip right to when they have finished writing and you will see each competitor read their adult fan fiction on their wheel chosen uh, topic. Also, all the topics that have been placed on the wheel were decided by you. Well, maybe not you specifically, but by the people watching in the audience, either live or through Facebook requests. So please enjoy the Adult Fan Fiction World Championship round number two. I, I, I'm not a, a doctor, I'm not a nurse, so I can't really do anything that might actually save someone's life, except for maybe put on a show that will make you want to take a shower. So that is the goal of today, is I'm going to put on this very filthy show and hope that you guys all enjoy it. Uh, on top of that, I was asking around, where should I put this show? And everyone said, I don't think Twitch will ban you. So we're going to try it. We're going to test it. We're going to see if Twitch bans me for this. I know Critical Role talks about people fucking, so <laughs> we should be fine. So this is how this is going to work. Before we get into our amateur round, which uh, are videos that were sent in ahead of time of some dirty, dirty fan fiction, we first have to go to our professional round and talk and see what they would like to write about. So... I'm going to attempt to get every single person on Google Hangouts here. And from Google Hangouts, we will spin the big wheel and hopefully we'll get everybody on here. So let's start. I got to, I'm working all the buttons as well as uh, working, as well as hosting. So this is quite difficult. So let's see who I can get first up here. Uh, it looks like uh, I got Vegas. We go. Hey. Oh, here we go. Hey, Vegas, turn hey. me down. <laughs> turn down the stream because there's a weird echo. How you doing, Vegas? Good. I turned that stream off. Excellent. Thank you so much for doing the Adult Fan Fiction World Championships online. How you feeling? How you holding up? I feel uh, pretty healthy alone in my home. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. I love that you still wore a tie for this. Oh, yeah. You, I wear a tie every day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just have to do it. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin a big wheel All and right. see what possible topics you will be doing today. Are you ready? I can no longer see the wheel because I closed Twitch, but you can tell me what's on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's spin the big wheel. Spin, 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 spin. Your spin, first choice spin, is spin, spin. The Hunger Games. Okay. The Hunger Games. Right. Gotcha. Or, we spin the wheel again. Or, spin, 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 PlayStation. Spin, spin, spin. 
the the PlayStation just uh, all of it apparently the PlayStation. So as in case anyone doesn't know the rules here, he can choose either one of these or we can do a third spin and he has to do whatever it lands on. So your choices are the Hunger Games, PlayStation or whatever the next spin is. Uh, I've never seen The Hunger Games, and okay. I just stopped playing Death Stranding to get on this call. So I'm going <laughs> to say PlayStation. PlayStation. Vegas is going to be doing PlayStation. All right, Vegas. We're going to say goodbye to you, and uh, we'll be calling you back in a little bit. Bye. Bye. All right, so that is our first one. Now you can see my desktop, but smaller, so that's exciting. So now we're going to get ahead and get our next caller up here. Like a full screen here so you guys stop making fun of my desktop but oh man i need another screen for this if i had a third screen this would be so much easier for me all right let's see if we can get carolyn online okay and give it up for carolyn buses here they're they're freaking out in the chat they're freaking out and they're, they're loving it yeah, I feel like everyone's going to fucking hate me. I don't know. I'm all new to this. So. <laughs> That's not the spirit to go into this that everyone's going to hate. You're providing a very important service of smut in these difficult times. Well, so I'm how here. could they possibly hate you? Well, Vegas is like a movie star here, so I'm nervous. <laughs> he is quite the champion, but uh, I believe in you, Carolyn. Carolyn also created MySexProject.com, so you can check that out after this show. Are you ready to spin the wheel? Yes, please. All right. Let's spin the wheel. Me either, so I'm nervous. All right. Your first choice is the Kid Cuisine Penguin. The penguin mascot of Kid Cuisine. So that brownie about to get fucked. <laughs> okay. Or spin the wheel again. Okay. <laughs> or the Care Bears. Oh, um, I would like to do the Kids Cuisine Penguin, please. The Kid Cuisine Penguin. <laughs> Carolyn, if you had gone with the Care Bears, everyone would have revolted. <laughs> so they would think, that. They don't want that, right? Yeah, I think you made the right choice. So she will be doing the <laughs> Kid Cuisine Penguin. Best of luck, Carolyn. Thanks, I'll see you soon. Oh, right. People, all right, I was wrong. People really wanted the Care Bears, but I really wanted the Penguins. So we went with the Penguins. So, so far we got Carolyn doing the Kid Cuisine <laughs> or Penguin, and we have Vegas doing all of PlayStation. All right, let's get another one of our competitors here on the call. Our next competitor is a nerdcore rapper, also a writer, also representing The Flying V, which is the theater that we're actually supporting here. This is also going to be a fundraiser for Flying V. I should mention that more. So every once in a while, Flying V will be dropping in a link where you can support them. Believe it or not, they're shut down right now. <laughs> they are shut down due to something going on. So uh, they could really use their support so they can come back and be better than ever. So I have sent out a link to Navi. This will be Navi's second time here in the pro round. 
you could check out Awesome Audio, which uh, had our last Flying V show. And uh, now we are partnered up here so we can do this uh, and hopefully bring you a lot of high-quality smut. Navi's here! Greetings, Noah. Thank you so much. I got to get rid of this pop-up box. They, oh, oh, you're, look, you're looking very safe. I feel very safe. <laughs> That's the most safe you can be. So uh, last time you did the show, uh, you got Doctor Who. And how Who? much? Do- <laughs> exactly. How much Doctor Who would you say that you watched? 12 minutes on YouTube. <laughs> and you would say, and, and when did you watch those 12 minutes? Right before I presented. <laughs> yes. So Navi's no, no uh, slouch when it comes to research, when it comes to these things. So are you ready to spin the wheel? And see what you'll be writing about. I am ready, but you're going to have to tell me what they are, because I, too, cannot see the wheel. (laughs) We're spinning the wheel! (laughs) Round around it goes. Your first choice is... (laughs) AEW superstar Orange Cassidy. Oh. Yes! So that's choice number one. We spin the wheel again. Or you could write about... The Hardy Boys. Oh. So your choices are Orange Cassidy from AEW Wrestling, uh, The Hardy Boys, or we can spin the wheel again and you can just take a risk on wherever it lands. Can I combine both of them? <laughs> I, it, it does kind of fit nicely together. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I'm not one to say no to people. Then I would like to do the Hardy Boys in the case of the Orange Cassidy. All right. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Navi, best of luck. Thank you. (laughs) I expect great things. Good luck. We're going to say goodbye. Boop. And away it goes. There's my desktop again. I didn't have time to make it go away. There it is. Enjoy it. It's going away in a moment. It's going away now. Now. Now it's gone. All right. I would like to point out that I immediately thought he was going just pure wrestling. <laughs> he was like, oh, Hardy Boys and Orange Cassidy. That makes the most sense. No, he went books. He went the detectives, the Hardy Boys. Absolutely fantastic. All right. We got to get another one of our competitors here on the line. We got two more we have to talk to. Uh, this person is also another legend here in the Adult Fan Fiction World Championships, back when we called it the Slash Fiction World Championships because we were afraid that people would realize that it was pornographic, so we hid it behind odd language. So uh, this person, I believe, may be the only person to win an amateur round and a, a professional round. I believe she's the only person to have done both. Uh, she's also coming to us from pretty far away. She's living out in L.A. right now. So hopefully, I know we have different time zones, so hopefully she realized that 8 o'clock for us meant 5 o'clock for her. There we go. Yeah, of course. Hi. I was so sorry. I was trying, but Facebook was being slow. Yeah, Facebook is causing lots of problems for me, too. It's Nikki Black. Nikki Black's here. Welcome back. Thank you. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, You haven't been on this show for like five years. 
Yeah, huh? It's been a minute. <laughs> so it's great to have you back on the show. It's uh, so great. How's, I how's... with my phone too, I promise. Okay. How's everything in uh, California? Um, it's Gucci. Um, <laughs> is it? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been spending like a, a whole lot of time inside. <laughs> you haven't seen much of it? <laughs> no, I've been um, smoking a lot of weed, playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Um, I have my first real KK Slider concert this Saturday, so I'm pretty stoked on that. That's I very exciting. Where I'm at right now. <laughs> I think you and most of the country are in the same boat. Are you ready to spin the wheel? I'm so ready. I won't be able to see it, though, because I exed out. So I didn't yeah, like. everyone has the same problem. We're spinning yeah, the wheel. Okay, you're going to have to walk me through it. All right. Your first uh, suggestion is Freakazoid. Okay. The WB Kids cartoon Freakazoid. Or we spin the wheel again. <laughs> or Beastars. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with a random one. All right, we got our first random one. I'm so against Beastars. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Oh, uh, every time I scroll past it on Netflix, I say, who was that for? <laughs> All right, we're spinning the wheel again. This will be the thing you must do. There's no changing Am it. Am I the first person that did this? You were the first person to go with the random one, and you Ooh. got Bioshock. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. Okay, great, great, great. Perfect, we Nikki. <laughs> Best of luck. We'll see you in a little bit. I'll see you soon. There we go. All right, we got one more. <laughs> So we got, yeah, get ready for them big daddies. <laughs> get ready for them. You know, it's funny when uh, we first did this, uh, I actually competed in my own show because I'm full of myself. And uh, I did a crossover of Bioshock uh, Infinite and uh, Portal. So that was the first one I've ever written for this. So we're going to get one more. He told me he's at work. So we're going to see how that goes over. Uh, this guy has been part of uh, doing these shows since the beginning. I, I think he's may have done the most of them. Him or Vegas have done the most of these. And uh, he did pick up his first win recently. Uh, so all that practice eventually did, in fact, pay off. So let's get our final one here. Oh, where's the wheel? What happened to the wheel? Hey, there he is. It's Ramon hey. Bender. What's up, Ramon? Oh, you know, literally just got out of the car after work. Got me just in the nick of time. Perfect. I'm glad it worked out. Uh, so we have a big wheel that seems to be malfunctioning currently. But uh, can I still spin it? We're, we're still going to spin the wheel. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone can see it because for some reason it doesn't want to appear on the stream at this time. But I swear that we are spinning the wheel. So are you ready to spin the wheel, Ramon? Boy, am I. All right, we're spinning the wheel. Your first suggestion is Scrooge McDuck. Is that all of DuckTales or just Scrooge McDuck? It's just Scrooge McDuck. That was what was given. So okay. you can I'm take with that what you will. Uh, or we're spinning again. <laughs> or 
Gritty and the Philly Fanatic. I Gritty and the Philly Fanatic, obviously. Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to do it. All right, Ramon, best of luck to, to you. We will be hearing from you very soon. Thank you. <laughs> so long. <laughs> All right, so there goes Ramon. So basically, we are going to send them uh, or give them some time to write. Uh, we got the Philly Fanatic and Gritty. We have Bioshock. We have PlayStation. We have, what were some of the other ones? I've already forgotten. I'm so excited. But uh, they have to write during the amateur round. And the amateur round. <laughs> Let's get to the pro round. I think I bought them enough time. So let me uh, let me see if I can get a hold of the pro round people which means we got to do the whole phone call thing again, which I know is very scary. Our first contestant is representing high note humor. He is also a former winner right here on the Slash Fiction World Championship. He was also a former member of Plus Two Comedy. Also, as Flying V's just said, donate to Flying V so we can do more shows like this. It's really important. But please give it up for the first Pro round contestant, please give it up for Vegas Lancaster. How you doing, Vegas? Hey, how are you? Doing well. How how did you spend your time? Uh, great, great. Haven't been writing, um, but oh, watching everyone else's and just real, uh, real excited to go. <laughs> Excellent. What was your first? Oh, apparently you're too loud. Let me turn you down a bit. What, what was your topic again? Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. All right. So without any further ado, please enjoy Vegas talking about PlayStation. How long had our hero, Vegas Lancaster, been locked away alone in his home? Days? Weeks? Months? Years? Time had lost all meaning. And it was impossible to tell how long it had been since he last had contact with another human being. Not because of the coronavirus thing, his social schedule had just been a little light for a while. There were benefits to the solitude. He had time to reflect on his strange life spent writing erotic fan fiction for laughing crowds full of weirdos who tried to sneak their hands down their pants and tug one out in the middle of live shows all across New Jersey. But now he was alone at home where audiences watching comedy shows could just jerk right the heck off and no one would know. They could do that right now if they wanted. Vegas put a link to his PayPal in the chat in case anyone was doing that right now. Jerking off alone passed some time, but not much. Actually, a disturbingly small amount of time. Vegas wondered if he should get his testosterone checked, but health insurance wasn't very good in Vegas's home country. Uh, he put his PayPal link in the chat again. There were other things that occupied him. He played through all of Persona 5. You ever play through Persona 5? That thing's like four goddamn pandemics long. You think you're at the end, and they're like, eh, you can spend an extra 50 hours to go fight God. This is how Japanese people live during regular time. Hmm. What's up, Ann Takamaki? 
How you doing, Makoto Nijima? No, no, stop that, Vegas. These are video game anime characters, and you're an adult human male. You snuggle real women, not body pillows filled with warm cans of chicken stock. Or at least you did in the before times. No, no, away with those thoughts. Uh, instead, he revisited the days of his youth and replayed Final Fantasy VII. And then Square remade Final Fantasy VII. But they only released, like, the first quarter of it? But the first quarter of it was as long as a whole game? Kind of like when they released the extended editions of Lord of the Rings, only with less CGI. Hey, what's up, Tifa? What's up, Eris? Ugh, Yuffie. But what's going on, Sephiroth? No, stop, stop. These feelings overcoming him needed to be sucked out and destroyed, like the Shinra Corporation did to the ancient souls of the planet. Uh, stop this. He'd play a Western RPG, The Witcher 3. Oh, no, wait, this game starts with a sex scene and then is just fighting monsters to get from one sex scene to another. Okay, how about Mass Effect? Hello, alien boobies. Okay, didn't realize it before, but RPGs are a very horny genre of games. Uh, Vegas instead picked up one of his old favorites, Metal Gear Solid. He watched Snake ride up the elevator, his sneaking suit tight against his polygonal ass, and Vegas started to get a real solid snake. Nope, nope, don't need that, Vegas proclaimed, moving the DualShock controller away from his crotch as it vibrated wildly. Was this loneliness setting in? Or was Vegas developing feelings for those game characters? He pressed the power on the center of his controller. Uh, it took him a couple of tries, because there's like an options button, and that's not it. It's not this big touchpad thing. Share button? Who uses that? No, there it is. You can miss it because the button looks like a logo. Ooh, right there, the PlayStation home screen said. What was that? A lot of guys can't find my power button, but you got it on the fourth try. I'm giving you a trophy. Oh, you give those out just for beating tutorials. I didn't do nothing. Are you talking to me? PlayStation 4? Vegas didn't know if he was finally going insane or if things were finally starting to make sense. He approached the PlayStation coquettishly, a word he couldn't spell, but no one knew that but him. He was pretty sure he was pronouncing it right. He put his hand gently on the PlayStation he felt warmth in his hand coming from the PlayStation's graphics drivers. He hadn't felt warmth against his skin in a long time. Not because of the coronavirus, just because he was unpopular. Everything started to make sense. Vegas wasn't attracted to video game characters. He was attracted to video game consoles. And the PlayStation was a hell of a console, not a child like a Nintendo Switch, or a fuckboy like an Xbox, or a distant weird nerd like a PC. The PlayStation was like a fine woman, or a fine man. I guess the PlayStation was non-binary, but also binary because of computer reasons? Was the PlayStation pan? These were the kind of questions that would make gamers on the internet very angry, but Vegas wasn't a gamer on the internet. He was a gamer 
in person. Then Vegas fucked his PlayStation. He fucked it in the disk drive. Because PlayStation still have those, even though physical media is becoming less common. It fucked him with its HDMI cable in full 4K high definition. He fucked his PlayStation 4, skipping right over PlayStation 5 and going straight to PlayStation 69. Vegas fucked his PlayStation. And not because of the coronavirus. That's just what he wanted to do, okay? Well, that was really something, PlayStation 4 said, cuddling up to Vegas, its power cord wrapped around his fingers. We've been together for a while, and I was thinking, how would you like to sign up for PlayStation Plus? Oh, uh, I don't really do uh, commitments, but hey, uh, I, I gotta go. I got stuff to do in the... Uh, in the other room. But uh, text me when Last of Us Part 2 comes out. Okay, see ya. And he's gone! <laughs> Give it up for Vegas Lancaster. <laughs> Great job, Vegas. I got, I got a click. I gotta call other people, so uh, I'm gonna say goodbye, but good job, Vegas. Hi, Noah. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. So that was Vegas. <laughs> oh, Vegas never disappoints. Lots of teas in the chat for Vegas. And uh, we will see if she is ready to talk to us. Yes, it looks like we are. Hey! Hey, Carolyn, how did it go? Um, I don't know if there's an ending. It's like, it's gonna like get really like, it's gonna, you know. <laughs> it's just gonna evaporate randomly. All right. Yeah. Um, do, do they need to be reminded of what it's about? Yes, please remind everyone what it's about. Okay, my story is about um, the penguin from Cape Cuisine. <laughs> All right, take it away, Carolyn. <clears throat> His name is KC, by the way. Okay. KC took a long drag of his cigarette. He knew the director was about to call him back to set, and he let out a long sigh when he did. As the Kid Cuisine mascot for almost 30 years, he was growing tired of promoting easy meals for lazy-ass parents. Sure, he never had any chicks for himself, but he knew he'd never feed them this crap if he did. He put the cigarette out with his red sneakers. He lazily walked back to the set and picked up the skateboard that had been left out for him there. You ready? asked the director. Why the fuck not? Casey moaned. The lights went up and the director caught action. KC did a spin on the skateboard, picked it up in his hands, because yes, he was a penguin with hands, looked straight into the camera and said, now with fruit. He did another spin, picked up the skateboard, looked into the camera, now with pizza sauce packet. Spin, skateboard, camera, it's pudding with a cookie spoon, he yelled. Spin, skateboard, skateboard, camera, non-BPA tray. Skin, spin, skateboard, camera, fish stick fun. The director yelled, cut. Nice work, KC, he said. Whatever. KC lit another cigarette and took a swig of the whiskey he had buried in his feathers. Actually, we have one more take we need you to do, the director said. He got real close to KC's ears and whispered, and I think you're going to like it. He turned KC's body to the right. The lights of the set were still blinding him, but when he finally cleared, he couldn't believe what he was looking at. Hi, he said. KC smiled for the first time in what felt like years. I think you mean, hello. Hello, Kitty said as she put out her paw. 
Casey flushed. Fuck, he thought. She's good. Casey and Kitty stood there as the director explained the kid cuisine Hello Kitty cross-promotion they were about to shoot for. The chicken nuggets would be in the shape of Hello Kitty and the brownie would be pink. He went on to say how parents were complaining that Casey seemed too manly for their kids. This annoyed Casey, but he also felt himself get a little heart at being referred to as manly, especially in front of Hello Kitty. Thank God he was wearing basketball shorts. He had heard rumors of Hello Kitty. Apparently when she did SpaghettiO, she was a real tease on seat. The shoot was gonna start in half, a half an hour. Why don't you two get to know each other? The director patted Casey on the back and winked so only he could see. Hello Kitty stood there after he left. So do you wanna go over lines in my dressing room? He asked her. She nodded. It was the first time Casey noticed her pink bow. In the dressing room, Casey quickly tried to hide all the bottles of booze and fish guts. When he turned around, Hello Kitty had already closed the door. Casey, do you know who you're standing in a room with right now, alone? Something about her voice changed. It was deeper. Of course, he said, you're Hello Kitty. That's damn right. And who the fuck are you? She said as she put her plastic purse down. Well, I'm KC, the anthropomorphic penguin from Kid Cuisine Frozen Dinners. <laughs> Kid Cuisine, she laughed. What, were you too scared for the big leagues? Stouffer's turn you down? She pulled her dress off. Uh, no, he puffed his penguin chest. In fact, he said, I'm so popular here at Kid Cuisine that Swanson Fun Feasts aren't even on the market anymore. The people fucking love me. Oh yeah, she said. Then how come they're calling me to help me with your product? Casey didn't know what to say. He hated her, despised her bow, despised her line of waffle makers, and yet he had to have her. Come here, she said. No, Casey said. He wasn't going to let her think she was in control. He thought back to the advice his friend the chef had given him. The chef was Kid Cuisine's other mascot, the anthropomorphic polar bear who had mysteriously disappeared in 93 after the World Trade bombing. The chef always said, the chef always said, no matter how confident they appear, a pussy always needs to be told what to do. Casey turned around and sat down on his couch. He repeated himself, no. Kitty's eyes squinted in confusion. You come here. Casey whipped out his dick, I mean his cloaca. It's kind of an all-purpose orifice for defecating, urinating, and reproduction. Even though Kitty had never seen a cloaca before, she knew what it was. And since Casey was refusing to move, she obliged and purred her way towards him. She was about to sit on top of Casey when Casey stopped her with his four-fingered hand. No, he said. Suck it. Suck my cloaca. Kitty started sucking. That's right, Casey said. Keep sucking the kid cuisine penguin off. I know how much you must hate it, Kitty. Down on your knees. No longer the star you think you are. Kitty choked. Casey moaned. He leaned back, closed his eyes. It was time to go back to the set. That's it. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> what are the comments? I can't see them. Are they... Uh, 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 everyone, well, everyone writes tea in the comment as applause. I, we, that's a weird thing. And you're getting lots of teas. A lot of people talking about Koweka. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fact checking about the apples going on. <laughs> the apple? <laughs> the fruit? Yeah, so, uh, 
And and Nikki Black loves you. Oh, God, I love her too. Great. <laughs> so, Carolyn, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to have a poll in a little bit, and we'll see who the winner is. Uh, but thank you so much. Thank Everybody, you. more teas for Carolyn. All right, we're going to try something new here. We're going to actually try to see if we can get uh, Navi just to join this call. Uh, so uh, go now. Uh, but Navi is next. Navi is representing the Flying V Theater. Put that link in the chat again so you can see, check out the Flying V. Uh, hopefully this works. Yes, it, it does work. Navi. I'm back. Welcome back, Navi. Remind everyone what your topic was. My story is the famed Hardy Boys in the case of the Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Very excited for this. How are you feeling? What's your confidence level at here? My confidence level is at an all-time high. Excellent. That's what I want to hear. All right. So uh, take it away, Navi. The Hardy Boys in the case of the Orange Cassidy. Frank and Joe Hardy famed teen sleuths and co-authors of Finding the Clitoris, a high school adventure, sat in their treehouse. They just solved the case of the silent Sibian and were riding hard on their success as Bayport's hottest child sensations. Gee, Joe, Frank gasped between panting breaths. Do you think it'll still fit? Joe spat into his hand. Gosh. We'll just make it fit together, he grunted, and they shoved the overstuffed case file into the filing cabinet, where it bulged out like a turgid nodule. That sure was a thick one, Frank sighed. Next time, let's solve a smaller case. All of a sudden, there was a tender knock at their treehouse door. Their eyes met in confusion. Do you think it's our dad? Famed private investigator Fenton Hardy? Or Aunt Gertrude, who always disapproves of our innocent hijinks? Or any one of our friends, Chet, Phil, Biff, Jerry, or Tony? Frank slid the filing cabinet shut. Gosh, we'll just have to find out together. They squirmed out of the treehouse and gasped at what they saw. Famed wrestler and jean-draped stud Orange Cassidy slouched at the bottom of the tree, hands in his pockets, shades askew. Hey, he said. Want to solve it? Over cookies in the treehouse, the boys uncovered that Orange Cassidy's bottle of orange juice had gone missing from his apartment. It's my lubrication, he said. It keeps me lubed. Gee, that sounds terrible, Mr. Cassidy, Joe said. He was unable to take his eyes off of the chiseled, spicoli-like smoothness of Orange Cassidy's cheeks. But I think we can help you, though, Frank? Frank was distracted, his eyes searching every pore of Orange's rugged, nonchalant cheekbones for even one sign of something amiss. But he found nothing. Huh? Oh, yeah, sure, bet we can, Mr. Mr. Cassidy. You, you sure do look, uh, unlubed right now. He giggled nervously. Let's go. They made a beeline to Orange Cassidy's apartment and examined the scene for clues. Almost immediately, Joe discovered a matchbook. 
You smoke, Mr. Cassidy? Only when I come out of the shower, he shrugged. The Hardy Boys grew red. Well, well, it says Gentleman's Club on it, so we, we should go to the Gentleman's Club. It, it could be a clue. Both of the boys' hearts were pounding in that mutual cadence of rhythm that twins find when they're mutually aroused. Sure, Cassidy shrugged and left his apartment. Gosh, Joe, Frank whispered. He doesn't look so dry to me. Oh, my thoughts exactly, Frank. Their eyes locked, and their mutual intentions were communicated without words as twins often do. We should get him lubed up. Together! Orange Cassidy and the boys went to the gentleman's club and interrogated a bouncer there until he revealed the location of a warehouse where Orange Cassidy's orange juice was being hidden. Both Joe and Frank used some rather unorthodox interrogation tactics that Aunt Gertrude would have tut-tutted at, but they were both so caught up in the hot, horny fever of wet sleuthing that they were no longer in control of their actions. Orange Cassidy watched all of this happen, apathetically. Huh. Let's get to that warehouse, Mr. Cassidy, Joe said, so we can get you lubed up, Frank said. Although we don't think you look so dry right now, Joe said. In fact, you look pretty juicy to me, Frank said. Before they knew what they were doing, they'd both leaned in to kiss him. Hands in his pocket. Orange Cassidy casually sidestepped both of them. He shrugged. I'm too dry. They reluctantly slid over to the cold warehouse, and there, at the center of the room, bathed in a spotlight, Orange Cassidy's orange juice. Oh, thank fucking Christ, Joe panted, his eyes awash with lusty fervor. Frank and Joe dashed for the juice when all of a sudden the doors to the warehouse slammed shut. They heard a booming voice. Not so fast, sleuths. On the catwalk, a shadowy figure creamed into existence. Orange Julius, the boys gasped. Not just him, sleuths. Another gloved figure gaped out of the darkness. O.J. Simpson, the boys gasped. Don't forget us. Don't forget us, sleuths. Two more figures flipped down in front of them. Matt and Jeff Hardy, the boys gasped. Orange Julius laughed. Indeed. We've got you now, Orange Cassidy, and you meddling sleuths as well. You, he began to monologue. We knew that Orange's Orange is the most lubricating lubrication on the market, and if we could fist you out of the picture, our own Orange Julius brand edible lube would top the sex lubrication market. And now we have you all right where you we want you. Get him, men! O.J. Simpson, Orange Julius, and the Hardy Boys bum-rushed Orange Cassidy and the Hardy Boys. Fists and edible lube spewed everywhere. They converged in a slimy, gooey, slithering mass of limbs and orange-tinged viscera, slapping and kicking and punching like a symphony of wet chicken skin hitting rubber. Goop got in every orifice. The boys and Cassidy were getting overwhelmed when all of a sudden the back doors to the warehouse banged open, Keep pushing, boys! We're here from the rear! It was Fenton Hardy, as well as Chet, Phil, Biff, Jerry, and Tony. The new troop of boys dived into the fray, choking, spitting, slathering, and fisting until finally, only our heroes remained. Chained and cuffed, the villainous Orange Julius and his boys were led away, snarling and gagging. Joe and Frank grabbed Orange Cassidy's orange juice and sloshed over to him. 
They gleamed with chunks of smoothified citrus steaming off of their fiery hot skin. Here, here's your loop, Mr. Cassidy. They unscrewed the bottle and held it out to him. He took his hands out of his pockets and grips the bottle shaft with his dry, arid fingers. In one nonchalant gulp, he drinks it all down. Frank giggles. Oh, gosh, wet enough yet? Joe slaps Orange Cassidy on his soaking, oiled back. Cassidy slides his shades down and meets their burning gaze. Want to find out? Together? The end. Fantastic, Navi! So much vitamin C! Mm, stay healthy. Yeah, everybody's sick, so it's good that we have all that vitamin C. Fantastic job, Navi. Oh, I was worried you didn't know who Orange Cassidy was, but the chat's telling me that you've ring-announced for him. I have ring-announced for him. <laughs> so, it, was it awkward for you to write this about someone you knew? <laughs> Absolutely not. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so the chat's giving it up for you. They're, they type T's when they're giving up for it. <laughs> so, great job. And uh, we're going to try to get Nikki Black in here next. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Navi. All right, so Nikki Black is on deck. Hopefully she just got the message I sent. And yes, uh, Navi does represent Flying V, so click that link that Flying V was nice enough to put in the chat, and that will uh, help donate to keep Flying V going as it is shut down during these times. Also, be sure to check out uh, Awesome Audio, which is their podcast, which uh, they're, they're doing a big wrestling thing coming up. They're doing the uh, Quarantine Classic. It is a promo tournament, so be sure to check that out as well. I don't know if Nikki is coming. There she is. Hi, sorry. I was trying to get it to work on my phone, but I'm just going to read the story from my phone. Okay, perfect. Uh, remind everybody what you had. You can put the video up. Uh, I'm trying to get it flattering. I'm sorry. That's okay. You, you have a director. That's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so remind everybody which one you were doing. So it's Bioshock. Bioshock. All right. <laughs> you get it? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I promise one second. I, I'm jealous that the sun is still up there. I they, know. It's lovely. They still have sunlight. There's no sunlight in Jersey right now. There's always sunlight in Jersey. <laughs> oh, I miss New Jersey. I was just saying that the other day. Are those cassettes on your wall? What are you doing? Those are my keys. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're good. Is this better? You come. All right, there you go. All right, this looks good. My cell phone. Here it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. All oh right. Nikki, so take it away. Which at first I thought was Bionicle, um, but it's Bioshock. So the title is Bioshock fan fiction from somebody who has never played Bioshock for more than three minutes at a guy's house one time or how I learned to stop worrying about my mysterious past and start loving big daddies. <laughs> a plane crash, a former life, a dog in Kentucky, a beautiful house and a beautiful wife. Who's to say what your past was, but right now you're here in Bioshock world, a place named Rapture. You think maybe it's underwater or something. All you know is that you came to and you're looking to come too. 
I mean, you caught a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and mama like a mama, which is you. Turned on by yourself, that's how hot you are, if you can imagine. Anyway, you're confused as hell. Oh, dear me, you say, as it is 1960. I must have fallen and conked my little woman's head. <laughs> Maybe I tripped over my perfectly polished shoes. You extend one perfectly polished shoe in a way that you don't think is sexy, but somebody passing by may, and somebody does. Hi, my name is Jack or Ryan or Tad or something, he says. Tad, you ask? What? No, Jack, Jack says. Oh, you say, for some reason, I thought you had said Tad the first time. You're trying to woo him with false stupidity, a staple of 1960s femme fatalia. Oh, you say, for some reason, oh wait, I just read that, sorry. I've just fallen out of a plane or something, I believe, but I can't be too certain. You too, Jack says, maybe you didn't have a past life at all, but were aged quickly into a woman from a baby after stolen from your family. Aha, uh -huh, what? You say, it's hot though, the idea of never seeing your family again. You can't remember who they are, but God doesn't get your little clit hard just thinking about never seeing those fuckers again. God, you need a fuck, you think. A cigarette and a fuck and another cigarette, so on. Have you ever had a cigarette or a fuck? You can't remember anything about yourself, but in your heart, you know you both, you love both blasting cigs and dick. You flip your hair back. So, you say, seeing as how I'm all alone and your shoulders are so broad, fancy a fuck? He blushes. Even though everything looks green and weird, you can tell he is blushing his little foreskin off. A bead of perspiration forms on your upper lip, a beat. I, uh, now listen here, miss, we've got to figure out What's going on here? He takes you by the hand in a way that's not affectionate, in a way that is rough and rushed and earnest, and in a way that builds a heat up way past the parts where anyone probably has fucked you before, all the way up and into your throat, and you think about how nice that heat is, womb to throat, and how rough his hand is, and where the fuck you are. Oh look, a bathysphere, he says, pointing to like a submarine thing. Those are a thing that exists here. You don't know why it's parked inside of a building, but fuck it. It's a place to put your head down for a moment and rest while a strange man fucks you in the ass. You saunter slowly over to the bathysphere and start to take off your shoes. He's watching you. You can feel his gaze following every finger, every little grasping moment as you unbuckle one, two, and then move your hands up your skirt to begin taking your stockings off, as it is 1960, and all the women are wearing them, and it is the fashion, and you are so, so fashionable. Stop, he says, a little sister. What's that, you say? Sounds like somebody with big, juicy naturals. Gross, Jack says. They're like demonic children. Children are off limits, even if they're demons. Even if they're like a 400-year-old demon in the, child of a in the body of a lowly child? You clarify? Especially then, he says. The scary child runs away, and you hike your stockings back up. Fun ruined. You pout a big, sexy pout. You follow him down a dark hallway when both of you hear a noise, some kind of slapping that at first sickens you and then entices you. And the air is cold, but your soul is hot, slick, wet with wonder and fear. And something in your gut tells you that this is how you've always wanted it, always loved it with a stranger in a dark, wet place, little hope of escape and no desire to surround it by weird steampunk aquatic technology. Your heart quickens like a little rabbit, a rabbit that you wish you'd crush in his big man hand, squeeze till the little quick breaths eke out of your throat till you're almost at the point of blacking out. And then, and then he peers around the corner and into the room, and then he grabs your hand and then he spins you around. We can't go in there, he says. He's rocking a huge boner and you can tell because his cock is enormous. 
He groans. What's wrong, you ask? Oh, I got a big fucking boner, he says. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, well, yeah, you say. I wasn't going to, like, point it out, but I obviously noticed. Haha, <laughs> never did need to be spliced for a bigger dick, he says. Haha, <laughs> what? You say, but you're hornier than ever. You bite your lip. What's in the room? He pushes you against the wall, his lips crashing over yours. You don't want to know, he says. It'll turn you into an animal, he says. But you have to know. You must know. He grabs you by the shoulders. Listen to me, woman. There are two big daddies in there. One of them looks like a giant wet badge, and the other one is just kind of a glorified rabbit vibrator. Just a lot of silicone things whipping around and flopping all over, okay? Got me real horned up. And I'm a man, and those are big daddies. Big, big daddies, you say? You're curious and horny. So fucking horny and so fucking curious. Okay, he says. I love, I fucking love explaining things when I'm hot. So you're lucky for that. Big daddies are human, or they used to be. Now they've undergone so much genetic modification, I don't know what they are. Started out by making them like soldiers or whatever, fight em up type boys, but now there's a new leader in Rapture, which I'm sure is located just off the shore of New Jersey. I'm almost positive about that. Now, all the big daddies have had their bodies grafted onto military-grade dildos, vibrators, and flesh fleshlights. Rapture, you say. Sounds like a lovely place. You're already here, he says. No, you're not. No, you say, we're not, but we can get there. You straight up just grab his cock and it's so hard and huge. Another groan rattles deep in his chest and rattles up out of his throat. A groan that is also a gasp, a groan that is also an invitation. He takes his hand and oh, you take your hand and slip his fingers into your mouth. And you slide your tongue up and down one finger, then another lick, suck, suck, lick. And in the background, you can hear the daddies, the big daddies, slap, 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 some kind of gear-wearing slap. You push him off you. Where are you going? He calls after you. To the daddies, you say, the big daddies. He runs after you, but you're faster. And you're inside the room when he tackles you hard onto the cold, wet floor, the cold, wet floor in his hot, firm body. And he starts to get up and quick as a flash, your arms are around his neck, pulling him onto you, biting his lip, pulling his hip bones down to meet your hip bones, the soft part the hard parts all crashing together in one beautiful flesh cacophony. The big daddies look over. They are jealous of your fleshy pleasure. They want a taste. You look over at Jack. Tad, you say, I do believe they want a taste of our fleshy phase pleasure. He lifts you up and slides you slowly through the one that is just kind of shaped like a giant vagina. You feel the silicone body shudder all around you and you imagine it must be coming. Then you realize you're coming too. You're coming like you've never come in your life. And maybe this is the first time but you've such a taste for it, how could it be? No, you're an absolute slut and you love it. You exit the big vaginal cavity of the big daddy. Jack, I'm an absolute slut and I love it. I'm never going back to wherever I came from. If you came from anywhere, he says, oh, I came, you say. You push him up against the rabbit kind of dick-shaped guy and that kind of touch is getting that horrible thing all riled up too. It's groaning and growling and shuddering and Jack is also. You drop his pants. You cup his balls in one hand, one velvet-gloved hand, and slip his members slowly in your mouth. You work his cock up and down until he comes, and when he comes, it's semen, but it's also like a bunch of little gears and clock pieces. Damn, you sure do love steampunk. Jack gives you a final shudder and sinks down on the floor to meet you. You're coughing up a bunch of semen and gears, and you absolutely fucking love it. Welcome to Fishtown, baby, he says. What, you say? Uh, I mean, Rapture. Welcome to Rapture. Sorry, the other thing was like a really specific Philly joke. The end. Nikki Black, everybody. <laughs> Do you played Bioshock for fifteen minutes? Not even. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm curious to know what your Bionicle one would have been, but that was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. You're getting lots of applause in the chat. Oh, good. I'm so <laughs> Lots of teas. Uh, fantastic. So we'll check in with you uh, if you win. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But we got one more. Watch. So don't feel like you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Nikki. All right, I'm going to try to get Ramon on here now. We got one more, and then I'll put another uh, link in the chat that will bring us to a poll. Uh, but as always, we're throwing the link back in the chat. Support the Flying Bee Theater. Also, if you could go ahead and follow uh, right here on Plus Two Comedy on Twitch for whenever I do other weird shows. You can also subscribe using your Amazon Prime account, which I think gives me a dollar. Not positive, but I know it's a good thing. So if you have an Amazon Prime account and you want to subscribe and you want to give me a dollar, do that because that'll accomplish all those things. Uh, so Ramon should be getting here. We're, since we're using the same link, I think it's like real far in the chat for him. So he has to go back and find it. Oh, and we did. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for uh, subscribing. Rainbow Sasha pa Pasta. I appreciate that. Hey, it's Ramon. Hey, sorry, I didn't realize I had to use the same link. Yes, I. It, it was supposed to make things easier, and all it did was make things more confusing. It's okay. <laughs> so, Ramon, remind everybody what your topic was. Uh, my topic was the Philly fanatic and gritty. Excellent, excellent. How you feeling? Uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty this. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know anything about uh, either of them. I don't I don't know if they have like an extensive canon of lore that I'm not aware of. <laughs> you know how those sports folk love their lore. <laughs> I feel like the Philly fanatic's been around. He probably has some lore, but I, I think I did OK. All right, then, without further ado, please take it away, Ramon. All right, everyone. My story is entitled. Put it in my mascot. It had been a long day at Citizens Bank Park, dancing, shooting hot dogs at children, and just generally being an insufferable prick. And all the Philly fanatic wanted to do now was get back to his studio apartment in Kensington, slam down 10 or 20 $15 beers, and watch a real sport, like hockey, or curling, or Quidditch. He and or she, Fee, I guess? Yeah, Fee. Fee parked per Rust Brown 99 Toyota Echo and gracefully avoided the used needles on the ground. In much the same way, Courtney Love wouldn't. Fee sighed and turned the key to get in, but didn't notice the sinister, fat silhouette watching and waiting just a block away. I figured I could use sound effects because I've got the computer here. As soon as the fanatic got inside, Fee undressed, tossed her Phillies shirt in the disgustingly large pile of unwashed Phillies shirts, and grabbed a hot dog from the disgustingly large pile of unwashed hot dogs when Fee heard someone else in the building coming up the stairs. It was probably just the 76ers mascot, Franklin, who nobody noticed or gave a shit about. Sophie grabbed a red solo cup of Budweiser, the official beer of Major League Baseball, 
and plop down on the couch to watch some, I don't know, what sport did I not say earlier? Some NASCAR. She watched some NASCAR. She was just getting into watching Dale Earnhardt Jr. crash his car when she heard someone jiggling the door handle. Go away, Franklin, Fee said in a completely normal voice, because what, you thought the Philly fanatic would have some sort of goofy voice just because of how it looks? Shame on you, you judgmental pricks. But the jiggling continued, so Fee got up and walked over. Damn it, Franklin, fuck off. I don't want to hear about your plan to help orphans. Nobody gives a shit about orphans. But as Fee opened the door, he was shocked. That wasn't Franklin. That wasn't Franklin at all. It me, Gritty, said the, said the bug-eyed Jim Henson's version of Donald Trump. And just like Trump, it had its dick out. But unlike Trump, its dick was huge. But just like Trump, it was orange. The fanatic tried to shut the door, but there was a foot and a half of furry meat in the way. It was like trying to shut the door on a shih tzu that had been dyed orange. The fanatic submitted. It was obvious who the alpha mascot was, and it was sure as fuck not Franklin. Fee got down on fur knees and engulfed Gritty's engorged cheesesteak with, I guess it's mouth? You know, that like, that tube thing that it's got on its face, that, that thing? Gritty pounded the fanatic's face just as hard as the 2019 Phillies got pounded, but with less crying. Gritty came an unbridled torrent of orange nacho cheese straight down the fanatic's face tube, while unbeknownst to both of them, Franklin the dog had heard the commotion and watched silently from the hallway, stroking his tiny blue rocket, afraid to say anything, lest the wrath of this great orange monster fall upon him. Truly, Philadelphia was Gritty's town now, and in his grave somewhere, Benjamin Franklin was rolling over and giving the thumbs up in approval. Thank you. Ramon Bender, everybody. Give it up for Ramon. Great job, Ramon. Thanks, Noah. <laughs> So what are we going to do? Are we just going to watch the stream to find out who wins or what? I, I Yeah, I guess jump on the stream because I got to throw them the uh, the poll and we're, we'll see cool. who he pick, who everyone picks to be the winner. But thanks for coming, Ramon. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Anytime. Yeah. Check out High Note Humor. That's what Ramon does. There's my desktop again. I never learn. Uh, High Note Humor will return at some point to the Tap Room Bar and Grill in Haddonfield, New Jersey at some point. Uh, once again, uh, let me throw the poll into the chat so you can vote for your winner. We had Vegas doing PlayStation. We had Carolyn doing the Penguin from Kid Cuisine. We had, oh my God, why can't I remember who was third? Uh, we had Navi. Oh my God, we had Navi doing Orange Cassidy and the Hardy Boys. We had, uh, I, my, I am fried, guys. <laughs> We had Nikki Black doing Bioshock, and then we just had Ramon doing the Philly Fanatic and Gritty. So be sure to vote in that link, and uh, we'll find out who our winners were. Thank you guys so much for coming and checking out the 
Adult Fan Fiction World Championships online. Uh, everyone be sure to vote. Everyone be sure to donate to Flying V. Everyone be sure to subscribe or just follow here on Twitch. And uh, you can throw bits or whatever the hell. I don't understand how it works, but it's a thing you can do. Uh, also, be sure to check out Awesome Audio. It has the previous uh, slash fiction, I'm sorry, Adult Fan Fiction World Championships, uh, where you can check out Zachary, Ramon, Vegas, and Navi. We're all part of that as well, so be sure to check that one out if you just can't get enough. Uh, and also the uh, Quarantine Classic, a promo tournament, will be coming out next Thursday on Awesome Audio. Tomorrow, right here on this very chat stream, I will be doing a Cosplay Pro Wrestling panel. So if you want to talk about Cosplay Pro Wrestling, I will be here at 4 o'clock. We're going to talk about how we craft it and all that good stuff. Uh, and give it up for all the people that were here. Uh, Katie V, who did Animal Crossing. Jeff Stormer, who did Jeff Stormer. Kate Nix, who did uh, Social Media. Shelly Snyder, who did Untitled Goose Game. And Zachary Fernbach, who did the Tiger King speech. Yes, give it up for all those people. Look at all the teas. Look at all the teas. 44 viewers. Yeah, now we're packed because the show is over. But thank you all so much for coming. Uh, I'm going to give a couple more. Let me drop in the poll one more time. Be sure to vote. And then we'll take a look. I have to, I think in order for me to become a partner of Twitch, I had to average 75. So I don't know if we did that. But hey, 50, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, let me see if I can pull up this here poll and we can find out who our winner is. All right, to the poll. Boom. Okay, and it appears that the votes are in. I'll refresh just in case. I'll give it like another second since people are, are looking. At, oh. Oh. oh, hold on. Let me go back. Uh, people are still voting, so I'm just going to give that another second. But once again, thank you guys so much. I don't believe we have a full-way tie. <laughs> I, I don't believe we're going to have a full-way tie on this point. But let's announce the winner now. I gave it another couple seconds. The winner of the professional round is a first-time winner. Please give it up. Lots of teas in the chat for Carolyn Busa. Carolyn is your winner. Please check out uh, mysexproject.com where you can check out Carolyn's blog about lots of other sexy things. Uh, but a absolutely fantastic fan fiction world championships. Uh, I had a fantastic time. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all of you who donated to Flying V. Uh, thank you for Flying V for helping out and putting this thing together. Uh, you know, be sure to follow this uh, Twitch stream because... We'll probably do another one of these. Maybe next week. The time doesn't mean anything to me anymore. So maybe there'll be another show. Maybe we'll do something different. I don't know. Now that this is over, I'll probably get frustrated and make a new thing. So get excited for that and be sure to follow right here on this Twitch stream. So you can see whatever crazy thing I throw at the wall next. People want more fan fiction. Maybe we'll do more fan fiction. Be sure once again to support Flying V, Zach, and Navi by clicking the link that was just dropped in the chat by Flying V Theater. They're absolutely fantastic. One day we'll do this live there again. Uh, and uh, Nikki Black's in the chat. Listen to Nikki Black. She's wonderful. 
Thank you to all my contestants. Thank you to all the f- people who came here and checked it out. Thank you. Just thank you. I needed this. Thank you guys so much. And uh, I guess I will see all of you guys at sometime soon. Maybe I'll see you with, like, we'll be in the same room sometime soon. But if not, I'll see you right here on Twitch. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you next time. Uh, boop. <laughs>